And welcome everybody to my chat with Makarov himself, Yulian Kostov. Brother, it is a pleasure to have you, man. How are you? I'm great, dude. Thank you for inviting <laughs> me. It's such an honor. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm super excited. I, I, I'm almost finished with the campaign. I'm nice. playing the multiplayer, the zombies. The zombies are so sick, dude. Christ. Isn't it? Yeah. It's addictive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still like, it's all the, like, I like more realistic shooters. Like when it gets to like crazy weapons, I'm like, oh, it takes some, uh, it takes some time for me to figure out what laser does what. <laughs> like, <laughs> like straight on shooting zombies in the head was like so fun. Hey, um, guys, zombies are people too. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Everyone watching, we are raising money today for Game on Cancer, a really great charity. Um, they uh, obviously do a lot of research for cancer and a friend of mine runs it, runs the gaming division over there and the streaming division, Shane. His dad actually, he lost his dad 20 years ago to a brain cancer and now 20 years later they've actually made a lot of development with uh, brain cancer and um, they've made a lot of um a lot of <clears throat> sort of in ways with the with the treatments and the therapy so they do a lot of research game on cancer so anything you can give today please do and we're going to be um julian's going to be asking questions julian i'm going to call you julian yeah english easy, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> Yuli, yeah um yeah so donate there and we're going to answer your questions as many as we can anyway and we really appreciate it but mate how's this been being makarov in call of duty one of the most iconic villains taking on this role how how do you feel uh it's it's such an honor man and it's uh it was so exciting because i <clears throat> when i got the first audition uh for for this it was codenamed something i um it was just a monologue and i was just finishing the campaign uh of the second game uh of modern warfare 2 and uh and i was like what is this thing urzikstan this sounds familiar like in the in the in the audition i was like wait what yeah. <clears throat> then i saw that makarov was coming back in the post credit scene and i was like shit that's that's what i'm auditioning for fuck um <laughs> and and i was like all right cool so i, I literally did it from I auditioned from like my cousin's house uh, in London because I was shooting uh, a TV series at the time in London, and um, so I I I did the audition. I sent it on, and you know never thought about it again. And then two weeks later, they they were like calling me back, and um, you know I sat here in this room on Zoom with like twenty people from Activision and uh, Sledgehammer and Infinity Ward and like everybody who I eventually. But I like it when there's pressure because I it gets me to raise my game and rise up to the challenge. It's kind of how I'm set up because I'm like, yeah, it's intimidating, but what? I can just fucking die here, or I can do the audition and kill it. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, yeah. But yeah. You, so, I think a lot of people wait, don't I'm, know. Is this square food channel? Can I swear? Because I swear a lot. I'm sorry. Oh, of course, man. Is... All right, cool. Of course. We have um we are across the world here. I'm in Australia, uh, Julian's in Bulgaria, so there might be a slight delay, guys. Just so you know. Um, so you learned English from Cartoon Network, is that correct? 
Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> back in the day, when I was growing up in the in the 90s and the early 2000s in Bulgaria, you know, since it was like communi- a communist country up until 89 when I was born. And then after, you know, the transition was very slow. There was like def- uh, inflation, uh, all the, like every day, like the chewing gum would be one lev and then it'll be 10 lev and then it'll be 100 mm. lev the next day. And you're like, what the hell? Um, so it was very kind of poor and, um, you know, TV was like foreign channels were starting to come in and Cartoon Network, for some reason, I think we had like all in all, like 20 episodes of five different shows that would just loop and repeat and it would not be dubbed in Bulgarian. And there was no subtitles, not that I could read, but uh, (laughs) I was like five or six and I was just listening and watching and I was trying to figure out what means what. So um, I remember like watching two stupid dogs lick a toilet seat. And I was like, toilet seat, toilet seat. What does that mean? And I, I was asking my dad for different words. So one of the first words that I learned was toilet seat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's how I learned English. And obviously Johnny Bravo, which uh, the hairdo is, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. is based on. What a legend. Yeah. <laughs> what a legend. Yeah. And I, and I just love animation in general. I've you know, since I watch all the DC animations, um, all the Spider-Man ones uh, back in the day, the originals, and uh, and obviously all the movies now that that came out, the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, so I'm just like a regular old nerd when it comes to you know, sci-fi and fantasy and animation, especially. You consider yourself a nerd because I know you're a big Lord of the Rings fan, Matrix, Star Wars. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had I I was making lightsabers out of when I was a kid, lightsabers out of like these big wooden sticks, and then I would wrap around like big um, uh, paper, uh, like a, <laughs> these long papers for drawing. I would wrap yeah. it up because it's very strong material, and then I would like make the hilt uh, with like um, with uh, I would wrap it up in uh, what do you call it? tape, black tape, yeah, and then uh, and yeah. And I, and I would paint it red and green. Like I had a few lightsabers and friends would come over and we would duel. Uh, and I actually have a very funny video. Maybe I can pull it up of me and my sister, who's like nine years younger fighting with lightsabers. And I have protective gear on because I wasn't allowed <laughs> to hit her back. That's the work of my defense game. <laughs> um, so, so you were, yeah, red, man, I, you were a red lightsaber man, did you say? Yeah, oh. maybe. No, I, I like... I like blue too. Okay. I'm I'm kind of all about the balance of the force, you know. If I I hope I sometimes <laughs> like my dream is to play like a Darth Vader type of character, like from from Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader and like that that would be I'm manifesting it to happen. Like that so, slow arc of that build uh, of a villain. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like why did he become like that? Is no normally it happens for love and when we lose a loved one in a, and and the injustices that that go with that i think this whole arc is very relatable it's for a reason you know it's joseph campbell's uh um monomyth it's like that's that's the story that we've been taught in like in in every legends you mm-hmm. know in the thousands of years of history we've had we've told the same story over and over again and that's why it's so powerful <laughs> the breath um and it's I, I watched your TED talk, Ben. I was just telling you earlier that was a phenomenal TED talk, brother. I mean, everyone Thanks. check it out. Type type um, TED talk, Julian Kostov. It's uh, how did you come up with that to to speak twenty minutes like that so eloquently, with no nerves, dude? 
it's uh, uh i'll find this later um yeah it's like it was so stressful because at the time i was going through something and i was self-sabotaging a lot and of course i call myself last minute julian a lot of the time <laughs> and um i i i had two months to write it i wrote it the first draft was two weeks before the thing or 10 days before the event. Um, and I rewrote it uh, four days before. And I wrote the last version of it like two days before, uh, one day before the rehearsal. And I didn't know it. I mean, it's my life, but there's a lot of like, it's a structured thing. And mm -hmm. I was like, I might as well like, have these cards to, to help me. Um, and so it should have been, you know, me being tough on myself, it should have been a lot more eloquent, uh, and, and, but I think it worked out. I mean, if you enjoyed it and it made the point, then that's what matters, but there are some improvisations in it too, and some jokes, but it kind of felt like a, like a stand up comedy thing at the same time, <laughs> like sometimes, cause the crowd was engaging in the jokes and that was fun. But that's what but yeah, you, need. It's, um, you need the comedy aspect yeah. to, to have a bit of levity yeah. in a serious speech, you know? Yeah. Cause dude, you can't. Like we have to take what what we're passionate about very seriously, and the work we do as an actor, um, as a streamer, as a writer, as a whatever it is, you got to take your passion and your work seriously. But then yourself, you got to take it easy. You know, you you can't take yourself too seriously, because you know, I get questions about what does it feel like to be a, your face to be on Times Square and Leicester Square and uh the the dome like the sphere in las vegas and it's fucking awesome <laughs> but at the same time <laughs> it's a byproduct of the work that i happen to do in this multi-million dollar you know game yeah. which is awesome it's uh I, we can't you know uh it, you know my feet still smell and everything so. <laughs> i i <laughs> reckon you've got immaculate right? feet mate I, from all that swimming <laughs> exactly right i was going to show you but i don't have my happy socks oh someone will clip that don't do not show oh who we no. got here <laughs> we'll end up on feed finder there they are <laughs> <laughs> so this is my morty uh i, I promise <laughs> oh jeez dad great interview dude man thank you so yeah <laughs> hey that <laughs> that voice reminds me a little bit a little bit of your character in xenoblade Chronicles. Am I wrong or right? Mm. Little bit of touch of it. Maybe. I don't know if that was not more straight. Like mm. uh actually that was so many years ago. And I, I know, really I know. That. I'm stretching I your memory. I'm doing the swish. I was like, <laughs> um, yeah. But definitely one of my favorite, if not, you know, my my favorite voice character because obviously Makarov is performance capture is not voice acting um but for voice acting my favorite thing that i've done is by far lego ninjago the movie the video game to the movie where i go in the audition and they were like you have to because dave franco does the character in the movie and they <laughs> couldn't afford i guess dave franco for the video game so they had to, to get sound alikes for the video game uh and they did that in london and so I go in and they're like, you have to sound like Dave Franco doing this character. And I was like, okay, give me what, like one line that I can listen to. And it was, uh, <clears throat> uh, mom, can we talk about dad? <laughs> like, is he, was he always like an evil warlord or was he like a regular dad? <laughs> so that was my in for it. Um, but I really enjoyed that. I mean, I love animation, man. And, and 
I, I can't say which one because I'm not announced, but I'm in a big superhero animation series that's coming out at some point soon. Awesome, um, man. Which Congrats. is a dream come true. Thank you. And I recorded in Cartoon Network uh, while I was on Call of Duty. So uh, that happened at the same time. And I was like, wow, the place where I learned English, where I cut my teeth, is, not cut my teeth, but when I when I learned to speak English and, and I'm at this studio, dude, in Los Angeles. And I'm like this, you know, kid from Bulgaria, uh, just living life, exploring. And like, it was dude, so special to go in the studios there. I'm going to make a prediction. You're the first of that will have a Hollywood star. <laughs> What do you First reckon? off, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Shit's going to happen, man. Um, in Bulgaria from, maybe it's an expression in English, but from your mouth to God's ears. It's exactly right. And not only did you learn English in Cartoon Network, you also, how many languages do you bloody speak? I mean. Obviously, <laughs> native Bulgarian English is pretty pretty much native and uh i speak spanish and italian but they're kind of intermediate intermediate okay um, yeah i i speak very decent spanish italiano un po non è come mi spagnolo pero pero sí parlo un poquito posso posso capire posso parlare yeah i love the pasta and the pizza and yeah um but it's but hard yeah, enough yeah, to learn one language, let alone two, let alone four. Where do you get the time? Yeah. And then the Russian. I forgot that I about actually don't. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I actually don't speak Russian, but Russian is a uh, a Slavic language, like Bulgarian, and and the uh, Bulgarian alphabet is used by by uh, uh, Russia, by Russia, and by uh, you know the I think Ukraine uses it too, Belarus. Like most of the Slavic, even like Mongolia uses the Slavic alphabet, uh, the the Bulgarian alphabet, the Cyrillic alphabet. So that's really cool. So I can read and understand Russian because of that. Um, a lot of it, it's like 40% similar, let's say, to Bulgarian. Um, and while it's similar, some words are exactly the same, but they will have a different uh, accent on a different syllable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you still have to prepare it very meticulously. And I, I worked with a, with a coach. Um, uh elena uh and uh she she was helping me with the pronunciation because i think whenever i because i've played i've played russian before obviously but i've played polish i've played moldovan i've played uh you know spanish italian um you know american british everything pretty much but whenever i do a foreign language i really want to be able to to at least sound very close to being native um and uh, I was with a Russian friend uh, the other day uh, here in Bulgaria, and he was like, yeah, you did a, like, he listened to the scene, and he was like, uh, the scene with uh, uh, with Nolan when we're going up to the helicopter, and he was like, that was perfect. That was like, maybe one sound somewhere was a little off, but it was like nothing. Like, I, I you to me, you're Russian. I'm like, that's that's high praise. So, yeah, I can mimic Russian. I don't speak it fluently or freely in any, in any way, but I can understand and speak some. And... But it, uh, it 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 helps being good at in, in good at languages for sure. And Nolan, the actor that plays Nolan is Australian, right? He's Australian Russian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's Australian good. Russian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. His parents are Australian. Uh, his parents are Russian, and he, oh, okay. he's Australian. Yeah. Okay. Right. 
So you yeah. that scene was a fantastic scene, man. That was one of my favorite scenes where you storm in and command those fucking troops around like I wouldn't be messing with you. Mate. <laughs> yeah, that first dude. Um it was so it was uh it was fun making it too because it was one of my actually one of my first days and we had some uh we had some issues with the translation coming from different places anyway like logistical stuff basically and i essentially got that scene the night before in its full entirety in the way the translation was working so i struggled so much the next day because i you know the pressure of having to perform in front of other actors you know uh nikolai nikolaev and lev gorn and like they're very accomplished actors and you always want to prove yourself to your peers as much as to obviously the, your employers and the creators that, that do this thing with you. And um, you know how they do the cinematics at blur. And this was one of the cinematics that they had to get people from uh, blur over to, to, to watch yeah. it and like do some special. And, you know, Brian Bloom, who's the, oh. you know, the, the writer, creator, narrative director, genius. Uh, he, um, he was like, yeah, the most important thing about this character is, uh, is uh he's very confident uh, so you have to be confident tomorrow and like uh yeah it's like a make or break scene so don't fuck it up <laughs> oh, really? and I'm like, oh, shit. wow i can learn he's like not to pressure you but there's a lot of pressure for tomorrow i'm like damn it um wow. and so i somehow learned it <clears throat> there were some changes of the russian scenes with the, of the russian lines within the day as well to just to you know to make it even more even fun <laughs> um but yeah, but as I told you, I like a challenge and it really focuses me. And we did it in, I think, 20 takes, which is normally we do five or six takes, top seven takes, eight takes. This time, and it's the thing about performance capture, it's like a play. You can't cut around between takes. So I really have to do the whole scene with every beat the way we all want it to be because uh, there's no do-overs. Like there's no, we can't take a, a snippet like in movies from a different take. Um. And so I did it, I did it just before lunch, like a take that we were all like happy with. And everybody's like, yeah, it's the characters there, like the performance is there. And then they were like, we're going to continue after lunch with this scene. And I'm like, why? Like we have it, right? He's like, yes, we do. But <laughs> this scene has to be a minute and a half long. And I'm like, okay. Uh, and how long was it? And he go and Brian goes, I'd rather not tell you how long it is. <laughs> just just learn it better and prepare after. We yeah. eventually had nailed 58 takes, dude. What? I spent the whole yeah, 58 takes to get, it, to get the words in. Dude, wow. It was one of the toughest things I've ever done. But it was so like to then watch it be so powerful. Yeah. Um and and suffered for it a lot but you know everybody was very supportive and that's what i gotta say about these people man this is the best artistic collaboration i've ever had in my life like wow. not like forget any movie like i love my every thing that i've been on and i love every character mm. but just something about the game process that's so collaborative and especially about uh, you know, Dave and Brian and, uh, and, um, and, and, and Jeff, that it's just so easy to work with them. And they, they you feel like you're being respected as a human being, as an artist. Um, 
to me, that means a lot too, coming from Bulgaria and, you know, having prejudice in Europe, I guess, about Eastern Europe, not so much in America, because I think most Americans think when I say I'm from Bulgaria, they think I'm from Bolivia, <laughs> which is what I've been getting. <laughs> oh, so you speak Spanish. I'm like, it's not Bolivia, it's Bulgaria. <laughs> oh, Belgium. I'm like, no, it's not Belgium. <laughs> Even on Fox News, when our president went to see Trump like a few years ago, it said the prime minister of Belgium arrives. I'm like, you're oh, the fucking news, no. dude. This is, oh, this is how much God. you should trust. By the way. <laughs> Honestly. But anyway, um, um, but it's all fun and games, man. I mean, I, I don't really get triggered by that stuff, but it's, uh, but it's just nice to the way they, 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 they really like, I was like, they're, they're, you know, a little brother and they like really helped me out and made me feel at home and made me feel supported and, 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 uh, and to feel like a powerful actor. And uh, and I hope I I did the I, I hope I did them justice and and the fans justice with the performance because you know uh, uh, OG Makarov is so fucking it's probably the biggest villain of of any game ever that's that's the most iconic villain and that performance that voice performance uh, is so good um, and that animation of him that left him being like so evil looking is so good um, but you know. Uh, I hope my version and and then this game entertain people um, hopefully as much uh, or, or, or hopefully close to what the original did. Cause you know, it's whatever you grow up with, right? I, there will be no Joker better than Heath Ledger in my, in my, you know, in my, so uh, the OGs are the OGs for a reason, you know what I mean? But I hope that people enjoyed my performance too. Yeah, no, we really did, mate. Um, guys, just so you know, we won't be discussing any major spoilers towards, you know, the end of the game. Some of you have already obviously finished the game and know about that. So uh, just refrain from those sort of questions. But please keep uh, donating, sending in questions. We will get to them shortly, guys. If you want your question answered, donate through the link in the description. Brad, our mod, he's going to put it in there. Um, can you tell us a little bit about... Um, before we get back into COD, the swimming side of you, you could have gone to the Olympics, right? Yeah. Um, I was part of the national team, the youth national team of Bulgaria for a couple of years. And then I became, uh, uh, when, when you're over 18, you're a man, you're not a youth anymore. So you have to become part of the men's national team. Uh, and I did for like maybe a, a year, I guess, but I, I didn't. Uh, I was swimming back then at PSV Eindhoven in the Netherlands, which is one of the best swimming clubs in Europe. And my heart wasn't in it. You know, I, I talk about it in my TED talk, like just because you're good at something doesn't mean it's the thing you should, it's not your thing. It's not your calling. So I had to find my calling and I knew it's different than swimming. I knew it's not business management. Um, Although businesses now excite me, I have a few like things going on that I, uh, but it's movie industry related, like a management firm and producing, like, casting, yeah. uh, producing, directing. I'm, I'm my first short film is going to come out soon, nice. um, which is like a 30 minute love story about a uh, human trafficker and his victim. <laughs> um, wow, that's confronting, yeah. but it sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how did you come up with that and, one? How did uh, that come onto your lap? Well, actually, one of my, uh, let's say, protégés, one of the actors that I've mentored and managed for many years, Cal Minif, he wrote the script, uh, short film, and he applied for some funding, and he got some uh, like funding for development or something like that, but like two grand, like nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. 
I was like, dude, can I, can, can I rewrite it to, with you? And like, let's change it a little bit and let's make it a little longer. Uh, and then we, we found some more money and he was, I was like, I want to direct it. I want to make my debut. And he was like, it will be an honor and um, to, to do that. And then uh, with another, uh, with one of his best friends, Marin Rangelov, uh, fantastic, both of them fantastic actors. Um, you know, he played the lead. He dyed his hair blonde to, to play this character. It was like a uh, really cool experience to, you know, and I've been teaching workshops and directing for uh, plays and stuff like that. And so many self-tapes that I was like, it's time to, to kind of get into that because, uh, yeah, just because I have the life experience now to write and, and direct better than before. Can you tell the story about Borat 2 and your involvement with that and Maria? <laughs> for people that don't know, I want you to, I want you to tell that story. So basically being one of the only actors who have ever, you know, attempted a career in the, in Hollywood or in the West, um, you know, in the early 2010s, uh, I was like, there was no model for that. Um, and I thought if I were to make it, it would be easier if I help other people too, mm. just, just because uh, more of us will break into the industry more easily. And I don't really believe in competition when it comes to auditions and stuff. I'd rather my mate or some other Bulgarian actor get the role than, you know, an English actor doing a fake accent for Chernobyl or something, you know? Uh, well, not that they did fake accents there, but it was all British cast. And, 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 you know, whenever we get the few opportunities that we have, I want to share them with, uh, with uh, others, despite it might be at a competition with me in this case with Maria, um, Nancy Bishop, a, a casting director who I've organized workshops with and I've worked extensively for years with, um, she calls me whenever she needs to do a sweep in Bulgaria because there's no good infrastructure for that. And she knows I'm the guy and I'm generous enough to share with uh, other people. So she was like, can you do a, a, a search for me? Um, and uh, I found like 70 actors for her. Uh, and then she she like looked through all the auditions and, you know, she found Maria essentially. And, uh, and so... Maria started getting callbacks and I started mentoring and managing her and helping her with the audition process and with all the logistics and going to London and picking her up there because she's never traveled before. Actually, she thought whenever she got the callback going to London, she she zoomed me um, and uh, she was crying and I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, please, please promise me that you're not a human trafficker uh, and you're an actual, uh, you know, casting actor whatever person and then when i go to london you're not going to kidnap me and she was like i know you're not going to say that you are if you are but please say you're not just in case now i i learned recently from her that her mom was taking a video on the side so if i said i wasn't then they still at least have my face and everything so they can send to the police if we do kidnap her but then when she said that to me i was like and you know, Bulgaria is in the European Union. It's not like a, you know, a, a country that is not doing that well, but it's still in our minds. We're like the only good thing that can happen to us. This can't be, there, there isn't a, a thing that can happen to Eastern European like that in Hollywood that, that make that, that is like, it doesn't make sense. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense to, to, to her or to a, a any Bulgarian actor or most Bulgarian actors would be like, it's more likely that you'll traffic me than me auditioning for a Hollywood movie for the lead role. What's the, cause she was like, what's this movie with, where the lead role speaks in an accent like that? I'm like, I don't know. I think I have an idea. Cause we didn't know at the time. 
But I was like, no, it's legit. I know the casting director is like a real casting director, one of the best. So I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? But then she said that and I started crying and I was like, that's exactly why I want to do what I do. Like, that's why I want to help other people because I want to, I want kids. And now they do because she got, to, you know, I managed her through the whole process and uh, I set her up with my agent, Tom Jago at Insight uh, in the UK. And then uh, once we released, we, yeah, she got an Oscar now. Man, that's crazy. But that's well, awesome. It's crazy. I'm super proud of everything that she's achieved and like together that, you know, I streamlined the pretty much the messaging of the campaign because I'm a Bulgarian actor in the UK <laughs> who knows all these struggles. And she she was a Bulgarian actor in Bulgaria. She doesn't know anything about the the industry, essentially. So, you know, every every part of that messaging and and uh, was for the greater good, I guess, for the for, for other Eastern Europeans and Bulgarians. So nowadays people, kids stop us and they're like, I've convinced my parents that I'm going to go to London and study acting because you guys did made it. So maybe it's possible for, for all of us. So it's, it's one of the most cool things about doing this job is that you get to inspire other people to, to follow their dreams and believe in themselves more. That's awesome, man. That's really awesome. I hope you continue doing that and um, making an impact, which you already have. Thank you. Well, next stop is <clears throat> we set up a production company with Maria and we've made two two movies already as producers and we're acting in one of them. Uh, it's a very anticipated movie by uh, two Bulgarian directors who are very uh, renowned and, and they've won a lot of awards in the European film circuit, uh, the film festival circuit. Kristina uh, Grozov and Petr Volchanov and uh, this movie is called Triumph um, and it's about a true story. It's based, it's influenced by true events uh about the bulgarian army actually dug up a hole in 90, 1991 right after communism regime fell they dug a hole in a in a village based off of a clairvoyant telling them that there's alien life there so the military trusted a <laughs> bunch of clairvoyants and they put millions of dollars in digging this hole because it was going to make bulgaria great again um wow so, so wow and it also you can see it's going to be fun to watch that movie in relationship to a lot of the messaging in america <laughs> by yeah. a certain candidate but uh oh yeah it's uh it, it, it's just funny how life you know and there were weird things about that like there were some spooky things about that whole anyway but is it it's up to interpretation what happened there. So the movie doesn't give you any question. Uh, does won't give you any. What's the genre? Any more question. What's the genre of the film? Is there? It's it's in IMDb or in Variety. I think it came out as a, it's a military satire. Ah, oh, okay, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, interesting. Wow, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's influenced by those events. We, we're not retelling the actual events. Oh, well, we're going to check that out. So that comes out next year? Sorry? That comes out next year? Yeah, yeah, probably. It's in post-production now. Um, and also, you know, so I was going to tell you that the point of our company, Five Oceans, is to put Bulgaria on the map of all the five oceans, essentially culturally. We want to export our culture and our myths and legends and history and characters and, um, you know, um, uh, cool cultural things about Bulgaria that people wouldn't know or... Um, and 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 make Bulgaria great again. <laughs> have you always been? <laughs> no. Have you always been this proud? 
of Bulgaria, this um, patriotic, I guess you could say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Even though that word lately has become like negative, but I think it's a beautiful thing to be to be proud of where you're from, your roots, your culture, your history, know about it, know about the downfalls and the mistakes. And I think that's the only way to predict the future is by knowing history. And and uh, yeah, we have a somewhat tragic history, um, especially mm -hmm. in the last 600 years. We were under Ottoman uh, oppression and there was slavery as well. And so like this only like ended 150 years ago. Um, and so we've only had our third, fourth country, I guess, because we, we were a country since 681. Um, and that's the first Bulgarian empire, the first official Bulgarian uh, country. Um, uh, and then, yeah, it's, it's actually the only country in Europe that still has its foundational name. So we were always called Bulgaria since the beginning of the country. Every other country changed its name since. That's cool. I love how you've got well, all these random cool. facts. It's great. I, know. I love, I love and yogurt. Yogurt comes from Bulgaria. Really? There you go. Yeah. And but the Greeks have a, the Greeks have better PR, so they they kind of <laughs> labeled it everywhere. <laughs> you see, Bulgaria needs an image change, and I'm here to help. So you're the PR <laughs> you're for Bulgaria moving forward, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tourism Bulgaria, they need to hit you up with that paycheck. Because you're doing some good work Dude, for them. Bulgaria, let me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have to. The, the Ministry of Tourism has to hire me. <laughs> but yeah, beautiful. Uh, you can ski here and you can go to the beach here, depending on the season. So it's good for all kinds of tourism, including cultural tourism. So, yeah, love it, man. So going back to COD, this wasn't your first mocap, yeah. was it? Oh. By the way, check this out. Oh, nice. Perks of the job. Yeah, I stole it offset. I mean, I didn't steal it. I asked for it. Um, I asked for it, and then somebody stole it <laughs> from within. I was like, "Did somebody take my thing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We thought <laughs> we didn't know it was spoken for." But yeah, it's one of the. It's, I think it's called duty endowment, uh, and they were like for for charity, and this is one of the last ones. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wearing it proudly. Ever yeah. since I had it. So this was your, this wasn't your first yeah. mocap. Yeah. I did, uh, I did Crossfire X, uh, which is like kind of like Counter-Strike for the Chinese market, for the Asian market predominantly. But it's like the biggest video game in China. Uh, and they made like a second version. And for the first time ever, a single player campaign. Uh, and, um, but my character was pathetic. So, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean he was pathetic? He's like, he's like a bad guy. He, the bad guy that doesn't do anything. He's like, ah, uh, he's like, I'm, he set him up as the big bad guy, and then he just tortures one guy <laughs> who's like sedated and like, and he's like, ah, dumb. And then he's like mad at him, and he kicks him, and and he's like, ah, fucking, you're unconscious. Get up. Uh, and I look a little bit at like Arnold Schwarzenegger in that actually, like they've, wow. they've done my jawline a little, I look a little like tougher. Um, and hey, then man. I just walk and talk like, once or twice. And like my real boss reprimands me a few times. And, uh, <laughs> and then I get, kidnapped, I get, <laughs> I get slapped, uh, like knocked out. And then I get kidnapped by the good guys. And then my guys intercept. And then I'm like, ha 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 evil laugh and then um 
And then my my guys like, oh no, you're a disgrace, and they shoot me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> that's the first act of. And I'm like, spoiler oh. alert, I'm not the real bad game. I'm just uh. this pathetic excuse. Um, but that was a cool, cool experience. And the technology wasn't as, as, as developed back then. Really cool studio in Finland did the game, um, for remedy Smilegate. I remedy. Yeah, of course. Remedy. Uh, I forgot who the publisher was. Um, was but it? yeah, it was remedy and they were nice and, uh, they were, they recast the game because the client wanted other actors for some reason at some point. So they recast the entire game, except me and this one other actor. Um, so I was working on it for a couple of years, very sparsely. And then all of a sudden they recast. I had to do the same scenes again with other people. Um, wow. but it was different. We would put our head, uh, on a, on a tennis ball and there would be like nine cameras in front. So you would do the mocap and then you would do the performance capture weeks later for the same thing. So it was like very difficult and you couldn't look away. You could only look in the middle. So you couldn't blink and look away <laughs> and you have to do it in perfect performance if you wanted to look away like that. That kind of sounds like a nightmare, so, man, a little bit. I don't know. But it was interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And um, yeah, that game was fun uh, to, to do. Um, she had fun, yeah. It came out like five years later, dude. It's like they redid it and redid it. By the time they did it, it was cutting edge technology. By the time they did it, it was like old technology, I think. Um, yeah. But but yeah, cool people, cool experience. And then um, go, going into yeah. this one, going into Makarov, mm -hmm. how did you approach this character? Because you're 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 nothing like him. Just speaking to you now for the last hour, <laughs> um, you couldn't be more different. Which means you're a great actor. But yeah, how do you get into him? You know, how did you find him? Yeah. I think it's um there's a very good saying it doesn't it doesn't matter how well you know the character it matters how long you know the character and um it, there there was some time that i spent on it before going out there um between each scene um because you're thinking about what you've already done and how you're going to do the next thing and there's months sometimes between the scenes that you're doing and uh, you're learning more and more about the character as you walk through life and kind of trying to see see life through his eyes um, with every character, you have to find out what drives them and why they are like this. Uh, because you know, no bad, most bad guys don't think they're bad guys. I, I don't think they think they're right. They don't care about right, bad or good. They think they're right. And how does, you know, I've played a few, um, Spetsnaz soldiers before, like on Berlin station. Um, for example, it's a very similar character in terms of backstory. Um, and, uh, Sergei Basarov, who I play there, he has this monologue and i think actually the monologue helped because my agent sent all the materials that all the stuff they'd done and uh, there's a little sizzle reel of a few of the things i've done including some of my uh mon monologue for the audition mixed in to kind of prove the concept that i could be this guy um but there's a really cool five minute monologue where i i deliver it to a cia guy um um and uh and then i cut my um, my artery on my leg and kill myself because I'm not going to be in the hands of the West. Fuck you, basically. Uh, <laughs> wow. we're, we're strong. Fuck you. That's dramatic. Yeah. It's a wild <laughs> thing. I, I recommend people look it up. Berlin Station, Sergei Basarov, um, yeah. interrogation, something. Uh, I have it on my channel, I think, on YouTube. And uh, we'll link it. Yeah, we'll link so, it. So that kind of, so that thing, 
that monologue is about how he felt um, not in control growing up in the 90s in Russia. Because I know what it was. I explained to you what it was here. It was the same there, even worse in Russia, because it's colder as well. And a lot of people were dying and they turned on each other. And, you know, kids were killing older people for money, like teenagers, like ganged up. And this happened here, too. Um, and so he was less uh, everywhere he looked there was there were helpless people and he didn't want to feel helpless and that's why he took the gun and became a sniper and i think that's at the core of also you know what the monologue was for makarov is like he remembers the glory days and he hates what you know uh, the the country has become since and wants to you know ascend uh russia to where he thinks they belong controlling the world and, and being the dominant country instead of the u.s um, <clears throat> when you think about it, it's no different to what any American would feel, right? They would want their country to still be the dominant economy, the dominant military, da da da. To so his intentions to to him are pure. He wants the greatest uh, good for his people and his country and to flourish. But of course, uh, he's also deeply selfish, and you know, um, uh, and 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 uh, and it, this, a lot of these evil acts and ruthlessness can only come if you come from a place of desperation and shame uh, because the shame of losing is so big. And especially when you're helpless and powerless to, to do anything about it, when you're a kid or a teenager, or, you know, in his backstory, he's a son of a, uh, of, of, a, of a, you know, a person in the, in the Soviet union who was in the military and now they've been disgraced. Right. And after 89. So, you know, you think about these things and, you know, what relates to your life, uh, whether it's something you, you were helpless to, to, uh, to achieve, uh, or some misfortune that happened to some, some people or somebody, some group of people or whatever, we have plenty of those nowadays. Right. Uh, and you kind of internalize all that and, um, and you want to, to become strong because, um, because you want to, um, but your methods must be different, you know, to, to everybody else. And you have to be ruthless uh, and, you know, any sacrifice you're willing to kill yourself too, but you're just too smart and too important. Uh, but you're willing to sacrifice a bunch of, uh, of your, of your comrades uh, on a plane or on a, <laughs> in an airport, uh, you know, wink, wink, no Russian, but that is the point. And that one of my favorite lines in the game is uh I am not killing them. You are. So he's like on the plane. He believes. He's like, I, and there was you no know, a few a few different takes of that where it was like I, I'm not killing them. Like, what do you mean? Like it's you. You're gonna blow up the plane. But it's for the greater good for both our countries. <laughs> so <clears throat> I love and evil guys are just so fun to play. And and of course. Uh, it, it it matters if the character is well developed, three dimensional, cunning, smart. You know, I think for with with Makarov in general, and especially our version of Makarov, is that his biggest asset and his biggest weapon and the most dangerous thing about him is his mind. And he's smart. So how yeah. he's gonna yeah, how he's gonna turn people on each other and and uh, with these false flag <laughs> operations and um. Yeah, I think that's um, that's pretty cool that uh, that they wrote him like that, and it's uh, you know 
if you really listen to the things, you know, for people who are going to rewatch it, there's like um, <clears throat> things that he's saying that are so scary because they could be done in, 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 in real life. And you're like, Oh, wow. If, you know, the disinformation line, also one of my favorite, like the, a life lies where the truth only crawls. That's such a real thing right now. Cause we live in this disinformation world. And, and I love that it's not, you know, mustache twirly, but it's actually grounded in these real, uh, real circumstances that we have all around us. And that's the scary part, you know, all the troll farms that we know about and like that manipulate from votes to like opinions, to like mindset, to culture and values. I mean, wow, that's, that's so powerful and so scary because there's nothing we can do. It's in the zeitgeist. It just happens through zeros and ones and um, you know, with AI and all of that, it's, uh, it's very, it's very dangerous Dude. So, so another thing about him, like you mentioned the languages, what we really spoke about, uh, while developing the character is that we want a bad guy. Yes. He sounds Russian in English, but that's because he chooses to sound Russian in English. And there's a scene that scene in the helicopter, you can rewatch it he flexes three different accents in English on, on everybody else. So he says Herschel in a Texan accent. He says McTavish in a Scottish accent. And then he turns to Price and goes in British. I promise. Whose so idea was he's that? Like, uh, that was my idea, but because uh, wow. we can utilize, you know, if you wow. got an actor who couldn't do those accents, but I think, you know, divide et impera, he says in one of the other scenes, which is Latin for divide and conquer. But that that line originally was going to be in Russian. But I was like, since it's a Latin expression, let's can we do it in Latin, which makes both characters smarter because they know what they know a Latin phrase and they don't even, you know, it's like second life. So these are smart, very smart people. Um, like a lot of those people are. And but in mainstream Western media and movies, especially, there it's only bad guy, I stab you, I take your money. And it's uh, you know, or uh, and or if it's a fun character, it'll be played by an American or British actor or Scandinavian. But it's, you know, A, we don't get people like me don't get to play those parts. And B, this is so much better written. And I'm like, so, finally, somebody who's collaborative and like can see that the assets that I have as an actor and can be like, let's utilize that. That is actually really good. And that's why hats hats off to to uh, to to everybody who uh, who created this this character and and. Um, and and for making me feel so invited and and collaborated, but yeah, I think it's uh, you know Ma Julian speaks Spanish, so Macro speaks Spanish. So hopefully, you know, you know maybe he gets involved with the cartel. <laughs> but you know that's oh, that's me. Don't don't hype me up, well, man. Don't hype me up. That's me as a fan <laughs> that I get to speak uh. some Spanish with Spanish-speaking people. Um, you know, and yeah. Are you familiar with Elaine and, and Maria? There, I, I, I really hope you get a scene with them down the line, man. They're, they're phenomenal. That would be awesome. Yeah, they're they're amazing. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed Modern Warfare too. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, you know get them. to do more, yeah. hopefully. Now that was a brilliant, brilliant answer. I'm, I'm. Do you think everything you just said then? Are you retrospective, or was that already in your mind? before you even played the character or have you looked back on the last have you looked back on it the last few weeks and and come up with that answer was that always in you do you see what i'm saying 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always been in me because it's me. So I, to 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 vocalize it, perhaps I need the question, but it's yeah. the first time I'm asked this question anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because um, it was so well thought out what you just said the last five to ten minutes. Really, that, I was riffing. I was you were riffing. I know, like, but it just comes oh, it comes naturally. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's in you. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, let's get to some of these questions, guys. Sorry, I, I'm just. I always do this. I just have fun with a guest and an hour goes past uh, and we haven't gotten to any questions. So, wow, Tin has sent through $80. Thank you very much. That's very, very generous. Really enjoyed your take Thank on you. Makarov. Did you have any influence on the tattoos? And if so, which one was your favorite? Love from Denmark. <laughs> I love the... Uh... The Grim Reaper with the skulls, but I also love the the one on the on the right, I think, which was the um, it's a phoenix tearing apart an angel. It's it's really cool, um, you know. And he has like a, a leopard and a scorpion, like a predator on each arm. Um, uh, um, thank you about your kind, kind words, by the way, uh, whoever said that. But uh, also. I think my favorite, yeah, these are my two favorite ones. Um, but I also like the star. Oh, dude, the wolf on the back is also awesome. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, yeah. Did I have any influence on them? Uh, I wouldn't say so. We hired a, like a professional, uh, a, a team of two very uh, cool uh, uh, Russian artists who are um, <clears throat> studying. They were exclusively professional at studying the history of Russian prison tattoos. And Talk they, about a they, niche. And they, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, or that's one of their interests, I mean. Uh, yeah, they no, probably no. do more things. Yeah. They do, they direct and produce. But um, uh, but yeah, they, uh, you know, they then they're, they draw them and then they print them and then they stick them on me and it takes a couple hours. And then I, I couldn't wear anything on top of them, not to rub them off. So I was topless for like six, like all day um, in this dungeon walking around, um, but it was worth it. I didn't get sick. So that was good. Um, How was that trailer? So How was shooting that? That must've been fun. Yeah, that was, that was dope. Um, to, you know, I had to go on a diet and and work out a lot for like a month and a half because I had let myself go. Because um, I was like, oh, it's um, what did I say? Oh yeah, it's all digital. You know, you'll make you give me muscles, and then like, well, actually, the trailer is going to be live action, and I'm like, fuck, how long do I have? Um, so I really got myself together and like um, put myself together and 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 I went to the gym. But um, yeah, that was dope. Uh, sick like with all the the other prisoners beating on the other prisoner and they just stop when they see me and we actually have them salute as well but that didn't make the cut but because oh, they really? stand to attention to me they I just nod as if go on and they just keep on <clears throat> bashing his head up but yeah that was cool um yeah that trailer was epic did they really when cool. you did the the other troop scene where you're commanding the troops I'm guessing you're talking to no one on set. You're imagining the troops there. Uh, you have like four people. Okay. You know, the we have a great stunt crew and uh, they were there to to be some of the troops. The person I'm touching is a, a real person with okay. the life, lies, truth only quotes. I'm touching a real person, but like most of them are obviously imaginary. They were just like, there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be some people there. 
Like you have to imagine it and kind of do it. Yeah. Just all the more yeah. fascinating. Uh, Luis, greetings from Brazil. Yuli and Dan, your hey. acting and voice are perfect in this game. Me and the boys here have had a lot of fun. Can you please, can you send a hug for our team? Brabos de Vodansk in English is something like Vodansk Bravs. I'm, I'm butchering this, but uh, yeah, I'm completely, uh, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obrigado. Uh, thank you guys. And uh, a hug, I can use the Morty to send you a hug. So there's that. <laughs> I'm going to bring this uh, every interview I ever do now. Yeah, it's your lucky charm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get that as an Easter egg in the next uh, Modern Warfare. Combat. Instead of the monkey, yeah. <laughs> you can be the Morty. Uh, Combat here says, such a one for one team. Tima, it killed me to find out who Prisoner 627 was. Great work making Makarov who he is in the game. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, you are Prisoner 627 in the previous games. It was Price. That was a cool little reverse in yeah. this game. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cool details and Easter eggs. I've done a few videos uh, on, on some of them. I love the one where... In the in the stadium mission where you can see Makarov if you, you know, you saw that one, didn't you? That was a really cool so, little touch. So I'm in real time playing it. I was like, oh, oh. Is that me? <laughs> Congratulations on raising money for such a great cause. Question, what is your process when you approach any character or role? Um, yeah, I read it <laughs> first, uh, <laughs> and then I reread it <laughs> and, then, and then I just, you know, start, you know, you would do an audition first and foremost, right. And then you would kind of learn the character a little bit through the audition process, but you don't really put too much thought about in, into it. The, the, I've, I've done this a long time and I, and I try to keep it loose and kind of use myself as the main, uh, you know, uh, as the grounding point and then go left or right uh, depending what the character needs and what's happening to them. But then once you get it, you, you know, you analyze the script. Um, you got to figure out if it's a good writing and hopefully it always is, you kind of have to figure out oh, why did they write it? Why did he not say anything here? Uh, because mm. you, you're reading it. think, Oh, maybe he should say something here, but why is he not saying so? Oh, maybe he's saving that for something else. So you have to, that's the clues in a script um, as to how this person thinks, um, how this character thinks. But but character gets revealed through action. So this the way when you start doing it, it makes a lot more sense to you uh, than whatever you were thinking in your head. Uh, and obviously, it's a collaboration with hopefully a good director um, who can say this works, that doesn't work. Like like on Call of Duty, for example, and. Uh, does that yeah, sometimes I, really change what you were thinking to, like, is there a big contrast to what comes out versus what you were thinking? Yeah. So, I, mean, yeah. I would normally go with a few ideas uh, for any given thing and I would be like, and I, I would actually come with line suggestions. And uh, I think one of my line suggestions for that <laughs> helicopter scene was. <laughs> go on. <laughs> From the point of view of Macro, uh, 
because Soap says, uh, you dine a gulag with the rest of the Russian rats. And I, and I, uh, I butchered that accent, but, um, but I went to him, Ooh, how xenophobic. (laughs) 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 But that, uh, that didn't work. Um, so, you know, we had to keep it simple, but we've, they let me fuck around with stuff like that. Uh, we tried it in some rehearsals, but you know, some of the lines that I try sometimes make it, um, uh, and also the the ways you're gonna do something, and for example, in that big speech scene, when you're gonna, you know, hit the line and like really scream to everybody and pump them up, like that would change every take until you find the best place. So really, for me, I like to explore it while doing it, and hopefully, we have the time for the coverage and for everything. It's if it's on a movie set, but I like to work off my. Part, scene par- partners i don't really come super pre- I, I come prepared with i with a few ideas and ways to do it but i'm also open to some magic happening and some them surprising me or i don't know how they're going to react if i surprise them um and so it's really it, you have to keep it alive and and it's a for that reason it's a very collaborative thing that the character gets informed by his, his surrounding and her surrounding uh and also by the people in the scene as well um and how they interact with your character. Because, you know, I'm supported by good actors in this, right? Like amazing actors, Nikolai Nikolaev and Lev Gorn, who played, plays Ivan and uh, and uh, Nikolai, who uh, is Nolan. Yeah. And if, if, if they don't play like they're, if they don't play it like they're scared of Makarov, he's just like, a, you know, it, it doesn't work, right? No. People have to, your environment has to react to you the way you're acting it. Otherwise, your performance will go like, even if it's a good performance, it will just drop if if the people around you are not good and um, vice versa. So I, I'm very grateful for those guys and 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 also for, you know, Barry Neal and uh, um, uh, and Elliot. Samuel, and everybody, yeah. Uh, and Samuel. How did you find <clears> working with all those guys from 141? Yeah, I mean, they really were super nice to me and like really welcomed me into it. And, uh, yeah. cause I've, you know, we hate each other. Game, obviously, <laughs> but we're no, no, no different. Uh, I mean, they, they've bonded over the years, obviously, and they've done some really intense camps together and they, they they're really brothers in arms in, in the real yeah. sense of it. Um, and we're just, you know, we're new and we're coming into it, but they were very gracious as well. Um, no ego, no, like very easy to work with everybody supports each other and compliments each other's work when they do a good take, which is pretty much all the time. Um, but it's, that's why I say, man, it's one of the most fantastic artistic processes that I, that I've uh, been participating, participated in. Um, and the other best part of about, about performance capture is that it's a 10 to six work day. It's not a 12 hour shoot day with then taking makeup off and going back to your hotel and, it's it was such a such a breeze and yeah i, I want to do that all, all the time now <laughs> and you you were impressed by neil as soap in this one yeah 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 yeah. i mean neil has such an amazing voice uh and and the accent on it is just yeah. super cool it's like i can't imitate it i mean it's Scottish great accent's hard to imitate it. yeah but he had to help me say mctavish <laughs> uh probably so uh, yeah, <clears throat> he's super sweet guy in real life, and uh, and um, you know, 
very they're all like very diligent workers and they come very prepared and it's just such a breeze like i almost wish that we could do more takes and more scenes together um because we kind of nailed it almost like seven take or eight take but i i wish we could we could do 30 just for the fun of playing with them you know i'm just we've Um, got the footage up now a great mission where you're playing as soap and you have to push you forward I'm wondering, was that voice work <laughs> or was that, is that, is that in the. Uh, that's, that is voice work. That's the only bit that's voice work, I think. Except obviously my work in the first mission where I'm, where you, after you rescue me, that's voice as well. But like, this is, this is voice work. Yeah. Cause it's a great um, mission. And, yeah. and there's a little Easter egg where um, if you go ahead of him, he'll, he'll pretty much kill you. You've seen that the little secret. Uh, when when he when you turn your back on Mac, yeah, yeah. Don't turn your back on Mac, guys. Come on, stay smart. Come on, what's wrong? With you? Hey, I love that. <laughs> but uh, love that. Yeah, I love that one. But also, um, that scene, everything is voiceover except the two obviously big cinematics, yeah. and it's uh, also performance capture when we when we go in the between the bus. You remember that? Yep. When you go between. And that's also that was capture, creepy, man. Capture. Your your face was kind of creeping me out in that one. I don't know the energy was. Yeah, yeah I was. <laughs> I was. I was like, what's he got? What's he got up his every? You know, every scene you're thinking, what's he got up his sleeve? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's what we were going for. Funnily enough, we're playing it right now. Yeah, it's just a. You just look at him. That's your choice. I was like. You know, he gets captured. He still has a plan B, C, D, G, E, F. He's got plans for the plans of the plans. No one so is innocent. No one is innocent. That no. line delivery. Love Isn't it. that true? Yeah. <clears throat> There's meaning I to everything he says. I love about this game. It, this, this campaign is getting really dark. And I love that you even have this mission with Laswell where you actually have to kill an innocent person just to kind of, for the greater good, but it's you, the player, doing it. It's the similar sentiment of no Russian. You're going to do something that I was like, is there no other way to get this key? I tried different ways and I, you know what I mean? And then everybody dies, obviously, but you, but they comment, the general. oh, it's for the greater good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for the greater good. Ergo, nobody's innocent. No one is innocent. But I think that went over a lot of people's heads because it's very subtle. You See, know what I mean? I think that went over people's yeah. heads as well yeah but maybe i don't know maybe, maybe i'm maybe because i'm wrong she's not, she's, not in, she's not in the coney group she's with the actual russian military uh, where they're not at war you know what i mean she just murders a guy the only the only <laughs> i like that i like the greatness of that choice that you have to make i think because you're killing because Makarov is, sorry Makarov go ahead, is mate. driving the sorry yeah Makarov is driving the good characters not to be so good anymore and that's that's the whole point, I think, of this game. It's interesting because pushing you're always you are always killing people, though. You know what I mean throughout the campaign. So when it's yeah. just one more, even though it is yeah. Laswell, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, all right, let's check out a few more questions. Um, 
Caroline, $20. Thank you very, very much. Did you feel much pressure going into this? Great job, Julian. Thank you, Caroline, was it? Yeah. Thank you, Caroline. Um, a little bit of pressure, not too much. Um, we knew that we're undertaking like a hard task to, to big shoes to fill. Um, and that we were never going to fill them in the same way. So it had to be different. And it, it, it is, I didn't, I didn't try to do anything, um, um, the same way. Um, um, but I took some inspiration obviously from the, from the vibe of, of the voice and like, um, and the character before, but, um, I just, um, I think the pressure focused me more and I was like, I need to do a good job for, there's a big fan group and uh, fan base that's very intense in a good way and loyal and, uh, and I want to do him justice because, because that's my job. And how is it <laughs> so, playing, yeah, playing through it? Because you're playing through it right now. How's that seeing yourself in a game like this? It's pretty epic, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I obviously want <laughs> it is. It Not really is. It's fucking epic, man. <laughs> it, is. it is really cool. And um yeah, I enjoyed I enjoy I'm enjoying every bit of it. I I really like, you know, those um um uh I like the cinematics, I like to be involved in the story. Um I recently uh played the Mortal Kombat campaign and they've done a lot of cinematics there too, which were pretty cool. Um so yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I'm not that good. Um, and I play on my PlayStation and when I, whenever I die, I get super annoyed, but, uh, I probably will start doing a stream at some point, maybe tomorrow, the day after I'm, I, I bought like a little camera, HD camera for my PlayStation. And I'm going to start streaming either on Twitch or YouTube. So nice, I'm going to redo the campaign on a harder veteran level, maybe. So that people are you can... sure about that? <laughs> I'm not sure. So I might I might account of that, but uh I um I'm gonna try it so that people enjoy me failing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Anybody's mad at macro, you can watch me fail. That sounds fantastic. And that's just gonna be on your YouTube or Twitch, yeah. Well, we'll make sure to put a link in those and make sure to follow Julian guys over there. That'll be some great content. Uh, Sheena has donated $100. Thank you very oh, much. That's you. very, very generous. We really appreciate that. Hope this donation helps. It really does. Thank you. I have a question. Favorite TV show? Love from Canada. Love back to Canada. Favorite uh, TV show? Damn. Uh, Give us a couple. Give us a couple. Yeah, I'll give you a couple. Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, ten out of ten. Yep. Rick and Morty. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shadow and Bone. Yeah, Wayne yeah. Wayne. Some there's a good looking guy in that. What's his name again? Yeah, there's yeah. at least one good looking guy. In that. <laughs> <laughs> Not many. Um, yeah, um, dude, I watch so many things that I'm I'm a big fan of now. That I mean, recently. What did I enjoy? Ah, Dave. Have you watched Dave? No, what's that? It's about Lil Dicky, the rapper. 
And no, he made I a show seen. where he played himself and how he becomes from Dave to Lil Dicky. And he has a lot of his real crew plays themselves in it. And it's such, it's similar to Ted Lasso and the feel good factor of it, but it's so entertaining and such smart writing because he writes it himself. Oh, I've got to watch I'm this. I'm a big fan yeah. of that. Yeah, it's such a fun show. So this this is one of the better shows that I've watched in, in the last years. Uh, Game of Thrones, obviously, uh, all that stuff, you know. Did you watch uh, The to, Last to of Us? Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah? yeah. You didn't mind that? I enjoyed it. No, uh, no, I really enjoyed it. She also said, um, what was what language was the hardest to learn of all the languages that you, you speak? I think Spanish because it was really the... I mean, Italian I picked up based off of Spanish and from then understanding the logic of a language how from, you know, you can learn uh, languages easily if you can get these logical things about, for example, when a word like university, it ends with I-T-Y. In Spanish, it's going to end with D-A-D, universidad. Um, so anything like that will become that. In Italian, it would be I-T-A, universita. So all of a sudden, you know 500 words in any other Roman-based language. So a Latin based language. Yeah. So so when you get, so Spanish was the hardest because I learned it in high school. And then, but based off of that, I kind of picked up Italian here and there. And I just, whenever I speak, I improvise and I figure out, oh, this must be the word. And I just try it. (laughs) Uh, You know, in Bulgarian, universitet, it would, those kinds of words will end with a T, A, T, E, H, T or whatever. But so that's, that's a cool tip I can give you for learning languages. How do you go with Australian, mate? <laughs> Australian's <laughs> not a good one, mate. It's not a good answer. Oh, that's pretty mate. good. For me. That's oh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's all I can. One of my best mates is uh, is Aussie. Oh, uh, cool. Tim Fellingham. Tim Fellingham is an incredible actor. Um, nice. And uh, one of the, the, you know, he's super cool. But, yeah, what did you work on with him? He's uh we were we know each other from acting school and then tim and i went to do a little movie in bulgaria an action movie that i i was like they cast me in because i'm bulgarian and they know me and they were like we're looking for, it's very low budget can you get us like other actors who can speak american um and i was like yeah and i i suggested a few mates but they got tim because uh, he looked the part as well and we had some fun shooting guns oh, that's in cool new Boyana studio yeah uh, and the movie is hilarious, by the way. If you want to see something super funny, because it was a movie by the late Danny Lerner, uh, God rest his soul. He he directed it, and then shortly he passed away after that. Um, and like I got an email from him, you know, praising the work that we've done on it uh, right before he passed away. So that was super oh, sad. Wow. But then because of that, it was kind of gifted to him by his brother who owns the studio um, as a as a talking about cancer. Um, the man had uh, gum cancer and um, you know, he, he, the cancer went into remission and they gave him a little gift to make a little movie, like a couple of hundred thousand dollar movie just to, you know, get his mind off things and direct something and and work. And it was a pretty good script, like a typical action movie from the nineties or two thousands, but made now. And it had, it was tongue in cheek. Uh, and it, it was supposed to be a young Rambo series at some point. Uh, and I was playing Rambo's new best friend kind of thing. I was like number three on the call sheet and was like, 
but we shot it all in 12 days but anyway 12 um, days Jeez. um yeah, yeah. but that movie's called search and destroy now i think okay and it came out a couple of years ago because they didn't know what to do with it so now it's become a parody of itself and i think it's pretty genius and weird uh and silly because uh uh essentially there's a lot of there was scenes that didn't quite work but then now they've put them there's this amazing montage like three minute music montage of me and uh dylan bruce who plays the lead uh of, of us bromancing and whenever he departs on his own mission there's like a, a, a like a little montage of all of the times we met each other <laughs> in each other's eyes and there's like little smiles and it's just hilarious wow. like we never intended it like the artistic process of the people who did the post-production was brilliant and they recorded special music for it. And it's just like a funny par parody of itself of an, that's fantastic of a movie made now. Yeah. I love that. Amelia, $20. Just want to, just want to say, love your work, Julian. That's it. Thank you, Amelia. Uh, Mona. The donation too. Mona, if you could give Mona. any character trait to Makarov, or vice versa, which one would it be? Ooh. If I could give myself one? Yeah, or you could give Makarov, I guess, one of your traits. I think that's a question, yeah. If you could switch. Well, he, has, he has a lot of my traits. <laughs> 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 um, but um, <laughs> if I could get one of his traits, it would be relentless determination. But I feel like you've already got that, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not chill too, though. So maybe I'll give, if I had to give one to him, it'll be to be more chill. Take, take a day off, man. Not that he didn't take four years off in prison, but he was never, you know, even in prison, he's still working. He's a workaholic, that guy. Can you tell Jesus. me, he, he came out of prison looking better than I do or anyone does. He, he, <laughs> he had a suit on. He was looking fly. Is he, he yeah. was he working... The guards over there, I think. Well, I think from the trailer, you can pick it up if you rewatch the trailer. Like, the guards are afraid of him and they have guns. And they, I don't think it all made the cut, but the way we shot it was they're taking their rock, paper, scissor, scissors. Who's going to get me out of the cell? Oh, <laughs> Almost. Right. Like, no, you, yeah, yeah. no, you do it. Even though that's clearly my decision for them to take me all the way down to get a tattoo. You know, I've made, like, why would they do that, right? Unless the real boss of the prison tells them to, which is me. You know, I, you know, he was there because he wanted to be there. It would be, That's, you know, it's kind of waiting cool. for the right time. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind of, you know, he can get shoes and he can get a suit and he can get whatever he wants. And you better be nice to him if you're a guard. Especially, also prisoner. That's obvious. But. <laughs> Does he have a girlfriend? Is, is do you reckon he had any relations with um, Melena? With the guards? <laughs> no, no. Oh, with Elena? Yeah, yeah, with, Mil <laughs> <laughs> no, with Melena. Yeah, because yeah. she's her his financier, whatever you call it. But was there yeah. anything there? Was there a bit of I, love, or what? What do you think? I think love is a stretch. I think. Uh, there could have been a thing, but I think uh, a person like that 
uses six as a power tool. Um, and, uh, and I think he doesn't have any room for love other than his cause and, mm. uh, the love of the idea of loyalty. So I did think that too, though, maybe they, but I, I don't think so. I think they're just mates. And, uh, I think people would be scared to get involved with him. Well, that's what, that's what I thought. Yeah. But she's pretty kind of badass on her own, right? She's kind of holds her own. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, she is. But then she, she betrays him. So I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> Not well. I could already tell you. Okay. Let's, uh, let's do a couple <laughs> more guys. So if you've got any more questions, send them in now. We're doing our last round. Uh, Shane, $50. Thank you so much, mate. Did you have fun doing the multiplayer voice lines? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. And I, I hope people enjoy them. I don't know. I haven't read much about people's response to the multiplayer lines, but it was really fun to do. And I put a little bit of me in it and I did some Russian every now and again and saying things in a certain way and just changing it up to, to how normally an operator sounds. Uh, there's a lot more, I think there's a little bit more attitude and menace uh, and set self-satisfaction within the voice. Uh, so that was a cool, that was doing the package was cool. It was like some 800 lines or something or more. It's on YouTube. If you want to check it out, by the way, man, someone uploaded all your, yeah. all your voice lines. Yeah. From multi. Right. Check it out. <laughs> it's pretty full on though. I'll, yeah. I'll interact it on TikTok. It's, it's very full. I've on, been yeah. seeing people. I've been seeing a price smacking Makarov video. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, what is it? It's like a multiplayer thing where Price just smacks the shit out of Makarov <laughs> with the special. <laughs> she just goes and kills him on the spot. And I really want to see the reverse of that. All the Makarovians out there who want to defend the pride. Just give me a version of the, of the reverse, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's some no the the some of the voice lines ever you, you went full out man you even just saying I I need a grenade well, what is it um give me ammo even even those lines mm -hmm. just full on yeah yeah Thank I, you. I I hope you um had a break during those sessions that's for sure <laughs> mandatory breaks by SAG <laughs> <laughs> but um, I didn't need them because I'm mad. Do you play any other games, Julian, besides Call of Duty and FIFA? You mentioned, yeah. you mentioned Mortal Kombat. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. I just did Mortal Kombat X. Um, I played, I, I pretty much try to play every Star Wars related thing. So I played the Jedi. Uh, Tina Ivlev was actually in that, who plays Milena. He, she plays the witch in the, the last Star Wars game. Um, Jedi Survivor, yeah. She's fantastic. Survivor, yeah. So yeah. Jedi, Jedi, the first one called? Fallen Order. Jedi Survivor is Fallen Order yeah, and then yeah. Survivor. Just, yeah. And Survivor, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that new Star Wars game that's coming out where you're not a Jedi, but some kind of tinker with a bla blaster. Outlaws, yeah, that looks bro. sick. Yeah. Cool. But really, I'm a sucker for a lightsaber and the Force. They need to cast you in there, I played man. Dude, I want to be in it. I want to be in the. I want to be in the movie. I want you know. I want to be in the movie about the origin of the Force. That would be cool. Ooh, that sounds cool. They're making one now. 
Yeah. Oh, they're writing it. Yes. That reminds me. Tell us about um, Toxic Avenger. You're in. When's is that coming out? Is that out yet? Um, that uh, we shot a couple years ago now. I dyed my hair blonde for it because I'll show you the character I play in it. But uh, um, that is out. That was out in festivals only. It's not out yet. Yeah. But it it uh, it played in a few theaters across the the world. I think it was in in Austin, Texas, and Fantastic Fest, where where it premiered. And then it was at a bunch of other um, uh, festivals, and I think the fans really enjoyed it. And it's such a weird, crazy ass movie, rated R. It looks blood, great. guts, brain. Uh, <laughs> I I had like maybe 12 scripted lines. I ended up having 50 lines in the movie, just improvisation of Damn. like the vowel, most foul language coming out of my mouth. And it was so fun to be so free in this Joker-esque. Um, he's like, a, he's like a, a Fred Durst meets the Joker kind of character. <laughs> that sounds like fucking super, fun. Oh. It's insane clown fancy um so it's the version of the three uh and we're like we're called the nasty nuts uh (laughs) or the killer nuts i think we eventually became the name and i'm bud berserk i'm the front man of the band and i sing two songs in the thing i sing two songs in the movie one is for a music video one is a live concert uh and uh that was actually gave me the confidence to approach music and now i have three songs that i've made that i'm going to release very soon uh that are kind of 90s 2000s vibe rap but like very positive i don't want to be talking about um you know what rap talks about these like trap talks about these days it's just stupid but but being a character and being so stupid and evil as as (laughs) but berserk is Oh my God, you're going to love this. Like, oh, I love I can't this. Wait, man. This is like, can you show the picture somehow of the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will right now. Um, it's if on you your. Can, I can show it on the camera. Yeah, yeah ready? I'm going to show it now, guys. Yeah, yeah. Reflection. Yeah, let me get it up. It's brilliant, man. How long did that makeup take? A couple hours, I think, every day. Can you see nothing, that, guys? There we fancy. go. Yeah, we can see it now. It's hilarious. He's going like, hi. <laughs> Man, it, you can't tell it's you. It's like a different person. Man. Yeah. Yes. Really proud of. Same with Mac. Mac kind of has my face, but the brows are a little more evil. I feel like when they did my, my scan, I must have been frowning and they thought that's neutral. <laughs> Even when he smiles in the game, he goes like, oh. uh, but that makes him look more evil. So I'm happy with that adjustment. Hey, man, thank you for taking some time today. We really appreciate it, man. Awesome. And thanks, everybody, for the donations. It, it means a lot. And I, I know everybody has a story with cancer, and it's just um, important to do whatever we can. And I, and I appreciate it as well. Thanks yeah. for And And anyone watching this back not live? Even if you could just send a dollar to the link, um, you know, if all of you did that, we would raise like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it would be crazy. But even, yeah, even a dollar is just 
going to go a long way. So it takes 30 seconds out of your day. We really appreciate it. Um, Julian, so we can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. Where, where yeah. aren't you? Twitch not soon. <laughs> uh, Instagram at Julian Kostov, X at Julian Kostov with a Y, Julian Kostov. Um, and I think on TikTok, I'm Julian Cost of 89, maybe something like that. But we'll put them in the link, right? Put them in the, yeah, yeah, we got them in the description. And so you might do a stream soon. Yeah, I might do a stream very soon, like tomorrow, the day after, because I'm away then for a few weeks. So I might put in some, put in some hours. Can you get, are you going to get to the end? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll get to the end. Yeah, but I'll probably get to the end the end of the month. That's that's how I because I don't oh, want to spoil okay. it for anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, beautiful man. Well, I'll play for a week. Yeah, yeah, and then continue the week after. But yeah, thanks again, Dan, for having me. Fuck, oh. it's fucking awesome. Absolute blast, you. man. And hopefully you're in uh, Modern Warfare Four, and we can do this again. And hopefully you haven't killed. Everyone in the fucking task force one four one by them. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But uh, I'm looking forward to what you do next, man. It was a, f a phenomenal performance. I really enjoyed it. And uh, is there anything you wanted to say to the fans quickly? Thank you for everybody who supported the the game and the the journey and the the character and because of the character myself and uh, for all of the people that follow me and I'm gonna hopefully keep entertaining you with the BTS photography and videos because <laughs> I have a, quite a few more that I am pacing out. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for the love and um, I'll see you soon. And they want you to say, "Remember, no Russian." Everyone's spamming. Is that possible? <laughs> I don't know, but <clears throat> remember, no Russian. Come on, guys, you got to be happy with that. <laughs> and can Makarov <laughs> say something to Dan? Last, last one. Makarov, something to Dan? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything you want. Dan, you're a good guy. Stay good. <laughs> I don't know. The intensity, man. Stay in kids. Uh, stay in kids. Stuff. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Sorry, I all of a sudden wanted to do a little De Niro. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> Dan, Dan's my guy. Dan's my guy. I mean, <laughs> stop it, man. Yeah, what made you yeah. go to De Niro there? <laughs> That's the mall. I'm sorry. I can't do anything oh, about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you meant to say stay, stay in school, kids. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Stay in kids school? No, no. Thank you, man. But do stay in kid mode. Always be a kid. Remember, life's not too serious. We're both, I think I, uh, I can speak on behalf of you. I think we're both still kids at heart aren't we yeah i mean i don't know all right guys say goodbye thank you so much again brother we will chat soon guys thank you for watching thank yeah, you for everybody. donating we really appreciate it guys